0: Welcome to the PG Daily. This season is dedicated to financially empowering the residents of Prince George's County. Join our host, Heath Carelock, as he sits down with several financial experts to discuss ways for you to find money, make money, and better understand money. Get ready to be empowered. Today's guests are Tina Foster and Alexander Austin. It sounds like
1: market research is uh, never ending
0: then. It never ends.
1: Yeah, so it's not just part of a static business plan. It actually continues to have iterations for improvement and mm-hmm. analysis and different touch points to have those conversations, collaborations with Employee Prince George's, with the Chamber, with the County Council, or Absolutely. various members. And um, Which leads me to, as we wind down, I always ramp up the Difficulty of the questions. Uh, <laughs> Tina appreciates that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is to say, what's the optimal way that a business can navigate the ladder in Prince George's County? Who's the exemplar? Who's used the the right way to navigate utilizing you, leveraging your services, utilizing the county council, utilizing the chamber, utilizing this, that, and that? Who's done the best sort of grunt work mm-hmm. over the last five years, and even it could be a more mature business, or it could be a, a rather new startup business.
0: Yeah, so uh, we've had conversations with businesses of all sizes. Um, so the the more notable conversation that I've had is with Amazon. Um, you know, they're actually planning three to six months out. Uh, they have some things that they're trying to bring to the county. Did their research and reached out and say, hey, we need to meet ASAP. I said okay, right? Um, we've had hiring events with uh, hosp- large hospital institutions uh, who, again, are in constant need of different types of employment to fill. Uh, and we, one of the things too, also is that we get feedback. We we ask for feedback, right? You know, how did we do? Number one, how's the customer service? Did we supply you with the talent that you were expecting? How was the flow of the hiring event? We try to break it down to its, its, its minimum level so that we can understand how to be better advisors and practitioners uh, to our customers. And But then we've also, we have the one person business just off the ground needs to hire an assistant ASAP. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think a lot of what we do is more advising uh, and then we're, we're walking them down the process, as I mentioned earlier, and so so i I hope that answered the question because yeah,
1: and I want to even involve Tina on this one um who's doing the best job utilizing employee prince george's who's taking advantage of the apparatus that is the larger county infrastructure to get their business booming?
2: I don't know of the business, but I know the Financial Empowerment Center, um, headed by Mr. Heath, has definitely expanded your scope in terms of knowledge, because knowing that you are a financial literacy organization is a piece of it, but your organization has taken on workforce to understand all that workforce is and encompasses to know that hand in hand goes economic planning and security with creation of jobs and and career. Mm -hmm. So um, I think the more that um, organizations understand the two of them are tied together is all the best. Awesome.
1: And then which leads me to the school district we know that the school district is at the heart of educating the populace and they have various uh you know interventions uh, Mm -hmm. youth job fairs youth career fairs, uh youth skills analysis and assessments um what's the level of engagement that your offices have with pgcps
2: Well, uh, let me start with we do have a youth focused in school program called the Youth Career Connects program that has run for many years. Now it's in a different iteration, but it is working still with juniors and seniors to get them career ready, place them in internships for the summer. So it is part of the summer youth employment program, but then continue that work for the next year so right now we're working with about hundred and fifty youth throughout the county um, and uh, the program has had a track record of success because there's a lot of care and feeding in classroom to get these kids ready for their um, job fair which is where they'll be meeting employers for their internship placement and that happens in April Um, We are engaged on that level. We're also partnered with them with um, some career academies at Bladensburg High School. We have placed um, a number of students over at Doctors Hospital which has been a very successful program because it was a very last minute. The program was created, but we were told that they didn't have employers. So our staff, with Alex's direction, um, were able to put together a very quick relationship with one of our current employers, bring in young people who were even younger when they're used to working with. Um, so there had to be some some um, support around that and the hospital is thrilled with their young people. They're going to continue the program for next year. So we're doing those kinds of things when asked to do. The The, the county overall has been doing a lot with a career in technical education. They're getting a lot deeper, offering a lot more um, opportunities for students. So where we can assist and help and support, we're there, and they know that.
1: Now, is this a broad level relationship throughout the county and all of the districts or is this centralized in certain piloted areas?
2: I I think it's based on um, the... um the the Youth Career Connects program is we're we're part of a larger grant that the county is running, um, with um, their particular grantee. So, but it is segmented based on certain funding areas and certain geographic areas. But it is open to the entire county.
1: Awesome, awesome. And so, Alex, in wrapping up, what are the jobs of the future? How can we uh, encourage listeners to know? Oh. Well, if Amazon is doing that, then I need to start training this way. Yes. What What can employers also begin planning for?
0: Absolutely. So uh, surprisingly enough, um, jobs of the future really entail more middle skill um, skills and technologies, right? So obviously automation is going to play a part in that. But uh, your management consultants, accountants, um, general managers are actually the jobs of the future right, um, and so you know we have the executive level, senior executive level mid management- mid management, middle skill level, and entry level, but that middle skill um demographic is where you're gonna see a lot of the population migrating to a lot of employers migrating to as they expand as they acquire companies as they integrate systems into their workforce uh because it's the it's the management of systems and people right, and so you know, project management uh, in mm-hmm. IT is big. Why? Because you got to be able to understand the technology, and you got to be able to manage the the technologists, um, which is really more of a, a a relationship development skill than it is a technical skill. It's how you deal with people. Uh, so, I would say definitely uh, middle sub, middle skill opportunities is where I would look for in the next t- five to ten years, uh, and then how those positions are rolled out really will be dictated by um, the political environment. It would be dictated by the market and and infrastructure of technology. Um, I definitely think just where we're going um, as a country, uh, particularly with our infrastructure, that you can look at information technology. You can break that down um, in several levels, like cybersecurity. You can look at construction. Um, But even... Some things like HVAC, uh, HVAC, plumbing. Um, mm-hmm. You know those skills never they never go away. Um, you know medicine, um, nursing, uh, GNA, uh, GNAs we would call them geriatric nursing assistants, uh, LPNs are, are mm-hmm. big. So it's it's wherever the migration of the population is going, wherever the migration of technology and where they both intersect is where success is going to be. So
1: we know we have IT, mm-hmm. construction, hospitality, and food services. We know we have engineering. We know we have these wonderful fields of practice, mm-hmm. transportation even. But we still have unemployed people. We still have underemployed people in great segments and portions of the county that aren't necessarily in in the spirit of working or finding a job some of the, some folks have broken spirits out there mm-hmm. what breaks your heart in the idea of this unemployment underemployment um, folks who just can't get adjusted what breaks your heart in this and tell us about the hope and resilience that you expect for employee prince george's to stir up in the the community
2: Absolutely. With that, um, I've worked with job seekers who have had so many barriers to employment. You know, they may be returning citizens. They may have just been challenged with their math and literacy levels. Um, transportation's a barrier. But what I've seen with that, despite that, um, is, the, is the motivation, and, and when people are for real, they will do what they need to do Absolutely. to get it done. Uh, we are simply the catalyst. We offer the opportunity. And honestly, to come through our program, to actually qualify for our no-cost training, um, there's a cost involved. You have to divulge a lot of your 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 personal life you have to be willing to go to several meetings and come forth with lots of documentation but the outcome of that is that you will be then trained in a state of the art certification that will get you working and that will be a career path for you for future it's not a job we're all about careers so i have seen people who have taken this opportunity and run with it and and whatever we can do to help alleviate some of those barriers pulling in our partners that's the beauty of the american job center is that we truly are a one stop of bringing in different partners whether it's mental health or it's mm-hmm. department of social services or it's our legal aid um to help augment and um avoid some of those barriers or eliminate those barriers so that people can move forward because people can't think about work of they're worried about where they're going to live. They can't mm-hmm. think about work if they're hungry or if there's a child care issue. So that's our job is to help bring that together. Their job is to see it through.
0: So
1: yeah. Aaron, anything that, I mean, uh, Alex, anything
0: that? Uh, well, yeah, I, I would just say what, you know, from what I've seen um, and researched, you know, what, what really breaks my heart is that time is not on our side. Um, at the pace that technology moves uh, and and just how employers can fill positions. Um, If the skills are not necessarily where they need to be, um, then you lose out because employers are moving lightning fast and there's systems in place that can place people uh, lightning fast. But I'm hopeful uh, because of the interaction that we're having uh, on a daily basis with our businesses that Employee Prince George's uh, will lead the way in innovating ways to bring uh, those uh, skills out and identifying those skills early. So then when we make the connection, the employers kind of have a roadmap of how they can place employees.
1: And then finally, diversity and inclusion. Hmm. How does that factor in into the employment in the region and the initiatives that still need to be sought?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I was, as I mentioned before, uh, the Brookings Institute, Uh, published a a report of Washington, D.C. regionally. And um, the region didn't fare very well when it came to um, pay inequality amongst women, uh, pay inequality around the region um, with African Americans and Latinos. And so what's happening now is that when companies uh, are coming to the region, they are face with this is they do the research of even though we have a highly educated workforce around in indy washington dc um it's still there has not been much growth beyond um the, the norms right uh and so when you're working within such a diverse county like prince George's county uh you know i i personally know of a story where a a very uh strong engineering firm was asked by the county executive what are you going to do what is your plan for diversity inclusion and how do I know this because when they called us (laughs) that's what they said we we need to talk to you because if we want to do business here then we we have to equal the playing field and so it's starting from the top right and so we're just following suit wow
1: well I'm delighted to talk workforce development and career skills development with you And employ Prince George's. And we are fortunate to have Tina Foster and we're fortunate to have Alex um, Austin here. And what's interesting about both of their stories is that, you know, they're real people. And in the space of uh, launching into helping others, it's good to have sort of realness about you, whether it's taking care of family members, having a favorite color. Oh, here we go. So (laughs) the way we prep people on the show is to talk, uh, to to humanize them because these are real professionals who have real burdens on their on their weekly schedules and their hearts. So uh, we're fortunate to share in this part of your time. So thanks for being a part of the show.
2: Appreciate it. Heath. Can I add um, just to for anyone who is out there listening? If you're a job seeker and a business, please connect with us at www.employpg.org. Or you can call us at our main number at 301-618-8400.
0: This podcast was recorded at Prince George's Community Radio, located on the campus of Prince George's Community College. The music for the podcast has been provided by David Smalls, and the PG Daily is executively produced by David Smalls. Join us next time for more financial empowerment.